This episode is being recorded out of Shop Talk Podcast Studios in Oak Park, Michigan. For more information, visit www.shoptalkpod.com. Pink suits with hats to match. Big crocodiles and Cadillacs. You looking for the fattest sacks. This is where it's at. Windows tinted. Seats for lyric line. Keep the hands on the burner. Cause niggas know that it's money on the Yo, what up, though? It's your man, Jay Johnson, a.k.a. the tinfoil hat titan, a.k.a. the conspiracy realist, a.k.a. the technology snob, Steve Jobs Jr. Don't text me with your green bubbles, a.k.a. I only debate my equals, everybody else I teach. Also known as Juice, because all the hoes say, J.U. Ice, Young Caesar, because you know you can't roam without me. Mister, if you don't like me, fight me. I got kicked out of Noah's Ark because they couldn't find another animal just like me, a.k.a. The West Side T'Challa, the new leader of Wakanda. Don't debate me, debate your mama. I am the best there is, the best there was, and the best there ever will be. What up? What up, though? And it's your man Dame going wild. The West Side Landlord, the pride of PA, High Chief Dame Don't Fuck Around, the liquor store legend, the corner store conquistador, your mama's favorite Dame, and the David Ruffin of the Shop Talk podcast because you know who the fuck they came to see. Not you, Otis. It's no better than these four letters. Thank God for Dame. Let's go. What up? What up? Welcome back. Shop Talk Podcast, episode 129. I thought it was 128. I always fuck up the counts. Whatever. Yeah, it's 129. It's uh, day after uh, Halloween? No, no. Thanksgiving. You, Thanksgiving. You, I got my holidays fucked you up. You fuck up the count and the date, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> it's day after Black Friday. <laughs> yeah, man. Nigga Friday. That's when all the niggas get out there and shop for the shit we can't afford all week. I mean, all year. All year. You know what I'm saying? I thought about getting out It's kind of fucked up. Why? When you think about it. Like, if y'all make this much motherfucking money on Black Friday, I mean, they call it Black Friday because everybody sells in the black. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. if you make all this money once a year, do that shit every quarter. Shit, just make this the regular price. I'm cool with that. I almost thought about getting out there because I seen this uh, TV that I wanted. But I said, nah, fuck that. I ain't getting up. Man, I ain't buy shit but a thousand rounds of... Two, two, three. That's a good investment on Black Friday. You know what I'm saying? So other than that. Have you ever done Black Friday shopping, like, just in general? I have. Uh, the first time I, well, you know, first time I did, like, some, it's only one time. I went outside and, like, stood in some line on some shit. It's 2006, 2007 or some shit. Dumbest shit I've ever did in my life. What did you stand in line for? I was at, like, the Walmart over there by uh, Wonderland. So, you know, it's a long yeah. time ago. Uh, it was like some laptops or some shit. It was like a compact. I was before I was fucking with the Max. Okay. So. Had to uh, been an amazing deal, though. No, I didn't even get this shit, though. Oh. Like, it was a it was a problem. Me and me and Walmart went back and forth for days. I ended up buying. I went to Circuit City and bought the fucking laptop. Why'd you and Walmart go back and forth? Man, it was a problem, though. <laughs> it was a big fiasco, man. You know what I'm saying? We was out there. Somebody called you a nigga inside of Walmart? I mean, this old white lady in front of me, she might as well, you know what I'm saying? But, like, everybody handing out the tickets and shit. You know how it go. And, like, um, about to give us the shit. And then the lady in front of us saw that me and my girlfriend at the time wanted it. Then she's like, oh, yeah, I want that one, too. And then she just gave it to her. I'm like, nigga, what the fuck is you doing? Like, you gave her the little Xbox ticket, whatever. Like, it's not her turn no more. She looked at us and seen me about to get it. She's like, oh, I want that, too. Like, no, you can't do that shit. You know what I'm saying? But I ain't act out. I just, you know, took it the corporate route. So they bent over backwards and shit and offered me all this stuff. But I ultimately wouldn't get in my money. So I went somewhere else and got it. Okay. Fair enough. You can't have my money. 
I only had one. They sent me a letter in the mail apologizing and shit from Walmart. Yeah, that's a pretty big fucking deal, man. Well, I was going. I wasn't. I was professionally going back and forth with them. That's how you got to do it sometimes. But when I when I think back at that shit, like why the fuck I was out there? It wasn't even a plan. Like we was driving by uh, after Thanksgiving and everything. Like you want to go see what's over there? And we got in the fucking line, and then the line kept getting bigger and bigger. Afterwards, like well, fuck, it, I don't want to leave. It looked like. Dumbest, it look like it might be something worth it inside of Walmart. Like when you think about this shit, like nigga, you standing outside for four, five hours and shit in the fucking cold. Like, I don't know if I've ever told my Black Friday story on this bitch about the ring. No, it's some earrings. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, that was that's been my only time I ever went outside on Black Friday. I never do that shit again. I mean, I, now nah, <clears> if I get up and go outside like during the daytime, I'll just get whatever the fuck goes there. I bought some candles today though. You giving them out for to, for Christmas, or are you just trying to keep the the crib smelling? You gotta decent? have you gotta have the house smelling nice. Yeah, I feel you on that. I got candles yeah. around the house. Create the ambiance. Yeah, shout out to one of the friends of the show. <laughs> you know, she called me and we went up there and uh, got me some candles, Bath and Body work candles. Yeah, they okay. buy three get three free. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you lit. That's all you can fuck with. Yeah. How was uh, Thanksgiving and shit like that? You know what, man? Thanksgiving was cool. I'm just thankful. Like, this past year, past two years, just been crazy as fuck for a nigga. Yeah, man. My old man got his thumb amputated this week. So, I mean, to have that and then Thanksgiving just like a few days later, I'm just thankful for family, friends. Opposable thumbs. Not even like a joke. Like, in real life, no, that's the... That's so important. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. To, but, I mean, it's been like he's had issues with it yeah, for, like, yeah. the past year. So to finally have some finality with the situation. But, you know, man, I'm I'm thankful for life, my family, my youngins, you know, everybody that want to fuck with my life. You know, <laughs> I'm thankful for y'all, too. And, I mean, it's just, you know, I'm happy to see another holiday. Like, this year I said I wasn't going to be a dick about the holidays. Like, I'm actually going to get into the spirit. I'm going to decorate the house for Christmas and shit. Well, go that far but yeah i, I, I am i got I, 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 I i'm i'm glad dog you know because i had no idea why you just be so angry about the holidays you know what i'm saying we'll talk about that in the, in the very near future yeah. why dame hates the holidays because you because i asked you many a times and you won't never i know it's something oh yeah no no there's there's definitely a backstory to it yeah well we'll have like a holiday episode now i'll do a, a very special story time with dame why i hate the holidays but i got to get new theme music when we ain't talking about like the hoes with story time with Dane. Because <laughs> freaky tales don't apply to everything no, to go on it's in like my life. Superman now. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, It's one of my favorite songs. That that Above the Law album was one of like my favorites growing up. I can't tell you what the album sounds like. I can tell you what that song sounds <laughs> oh, like. Oh, yeah. Though. It's a classic. Yeah. Black Superman is a fucking classic. What about your Thanksgiving? I know this is a, this is a different one for you. Yeah, it's definitely different, man. Um it was definitely, I mean, it's always going to be different Thanksgiving, but, I mean, I was in a better place than I was a year ago at that time. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? So, yeah, we hung out with the family. All the family got together, of course. Some folks flew in from out of town. And, uh, man, just fellowship, man. Yeah. And it was good because everybody was together. My brother was, you know what I'm saying? Last yeah. year, my brother wasn't able to be running around in the streets, you know what I'm saying? So this was uh, dope for him. He had to work, but, like, nigga. <laughs> I mean, he still had to come home. He could still come to last, the crib and eat. Last year, your work was not the same as this year. For so. sure, for sure. So but, it's good uh, to have him home. Facts, facts. Uh, man, so everybody uh, didn't have a great Thanksgiving this year. Okay, let's 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 dive into it. Who didn't? Uh, a young man uh, with 
two numbers in his name. Uh, <laughs> Did not have a, a really good Thanksgiving this week. You know what? I'm not. I'm not even happy and supporting at the fact that this young man, Takashi Six Nine, is locked up. Because I mean, he's been on some bullshit for like. First of all, I've never heard a Takashi Six Nine one song. song. One I song. heard one verse on the Get the Strap song, and I was just like, never heard the Get the Strap. You're not. You, if you haven't, you're not really missing out on nothing in life. The Gummo Joint. I heard that record. I even wrote a verse over it because sometimes I get bored. Uh, but that's it. Yeah, that's like my knowledge of him in terms of an artist is very limited. Now, now I've he, seen a bunch of interviews. Now, nah, you're talking like a jackass. He dropped twelve songs and they all hit the charts, but that's like it's two hundred spots on the chart. You know what I'm saying? So like when you hit the billboard, but it's still it's still an accomplishment. I get it, but when you hit Billboard and you like 199, like they making a the nigga out like he Drake was top ten every time he drops. <laughs> like you know what I'm saying? But hey, whatever, dog. Uh, I don't know what I think about this situation though. It seemed really weird. You see the interview he did on Breakfast Club last week? I did. I did. And he start- first, first he fired his whole crew. Said he began robbed. Uh, and he fired his whole crew, blah, 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 try to separate. He tried to put his two-week notice in for his game. <laughs> and it, don't, it don't really work that way. You know what I'm saying? There, there is no two-week notice. But he tried I'm to, jumping myself out. He, he tried to you know put his two-week notice in, and the feds overheard that his game was like, we got to uh, super violate him. That's what they said. Yeah. So they trying to get the nigga out the game. So the feds picked the He's nigga gonna up. going to fuck with his mama and all that shit. Feds picked him up like, look, nigga, uh, we saving you because we heard via our wiretaps. You know how deep it is when they got yeah. wiretaps. Like, these niggas about to kill you, fam. And he didn't want the protection. Because he a gangster. He a gangster. He a rainbow hair gangster. And they let the nigga go. And then he was about to go to, they say he about to go to a casino or some shit. And they heard over the, the wiretaps that's, that's the same place that the other niggas was at. Like, look, go get this nigga, dog. And he's been in jail ever since. But he's in jail because they also dropped charges on all these niggas. Like, right. he ain't there just to be safe right now. He in there because he... Yeah. Uh, you know what, man? Uh, they try to make this shit seem like it was sad. The video TMZ posted up earlier today. He was putting $30,000 on Keith, Chief Keith's brother head. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> on tape. Like... I got a 30 stack on him right now. I swear to God. I put 30 on him. I'm like, fam, you are literally being taped and filmed while you're on, like, Facebook Live or some shit. Like, I don't know, though. Because this nigga walk around like he untouchable. And when you do shit like that, I mean, the, the streets don't make you untouchable. Nigga been shot at, like, three times in the last two months, fam. Like, you're not untouchable. No, but, but he be talking that big shit like, niggas can't kill me. I'm out. Like, he bulletproof. It's just the right niggas ain't ran up on you. Like it's only a ma- like when shit like that happens when niggas shoot at you three, four times in a matter of months. Like it's only a matter of time for niggas catch you at the wrong time and you ain't What's got you, all your wits up. Shit, he tell. Uh, I think I, I think mean, it's an it's a, it's a, it's set up perfectly for him to tell. That's why they picked him up. I right? think in this instance he should because. That non-snitching shit only applies if you are from that life. You understand? Like, if you are from the streets and you do certain things, that's a moral code that you stand on. Clearly, this nigga is not what he says he is. Like, nigga, protect yourself. You done made a little bit of money. Come out. Cut. This nigga had $1.7 in the bank. Liquid. 
because they because they wouldn't give him. The yeah, his, he he offered everything that he had in order to get out. Every dollar that we have in his bank, we'll give you one point seven million dollars and give him on a tether. They were like, no. That nigga don't want to be there at all. No. <laughs> First of all, I don't. I don't never want to be locked up. Next in line, I don't want to be locked up in New York, fucking Louisiana, or anywhere in another West, country. Anywhere on the West Coast. <clears throat> yeah, because niggas is living different over there. But fam, you gave up every dollar you have just to let me out. Just to be free. Once you out, then what? I don't know, nigga. Go book a show. Look, you on the tether. You can't go nowhere. And they want to get out. I don't know what the backup plan is. His lawyer said he's portraying a gangster image. This is not his life. This is that's what I'm saying. You're not from that life. You might as well snitch. Let them let them cut your hair. Send you off somewhere else. Start a brand new life, my nigga. You don't have to prove this shit to us no more. What do you do with the 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 tattoos that say six nine (laughs) (laughs) that are literally on your face? Wear makeup every day, my nigga. I don't know. Ain't no makeup in the feds like that, dog. I don't know what you do. I don't know what the fuck you do. But get out of that shit, my nigga. Save yourself, because you've been you've been talking about your crew, Treyway, this whole like save yourself. He my tried nigga. to say he made up Treyway. Yeah, like it don't mean shit. Nigga put a two week notice in, dog. It doesn't work that way. <laughs> it like, doesn't work that way for crimes. Hey, I'm not in the gang. You know, I made it up. What is Treyway? I fired everybody. It don't work. You it, can't. You can't fire your gang. <laughs> <laughs> the niggas want to kill you. That's fucked up. Who you gonna turn to? Your mama? I don't I don't know. Like who that's a perfect like who mans is them? Like who the fuck rock with this nigga? Like who, who can mans is this? Who dog? who can stand next to this nigga and claim him? Not nobody. I see 50 like 50 make jokes. Like, like that's my son and No, that nigga said get this nigga away from me. Well. He posted like uh this nigga got the feds <laughs> on him. Get this nigga away from me. Well, my nigga, once once niggas take their hands off of you, you any nigga who got a gun that would probably shoot it for you. You told him to suck your dick. <laughs> like, yeah. nigga, you even beef with everybody. Yeah, he has. You ain't got no, like, if they put you anywhere, I mean, it's you, good to have friends. Right? Yeah, fuck it. And especially if you go into jail, it's good to know somebody like, yeah. inside that bitch that'll so, vouch for you. You've been all over the country. You should have been able to make relationships and shit, right? So you know somebody like, hey, these Don't people's, fuck with them. But, man, I don't know. Hey, man. <laughs> Look, my nut. Just tell, nigga. Just tell. <laughs> like that's the only thing you can do at this point. Just but, tell. But if he tell, like where they gonna where they gonna put you at? I don't let the fans figure that shit out. That's not my job. That's not my job description. Oh, they just got Whitey Bolger. They did. Like, nigga, you know how long ago that <laughs> shit was? Nigga snitched forty years ago. They still killed the nigga. Yeah. And he's important. <laughs> right. <laughs> so so he's important. But it took a long time though. Because it took a long time. Everyone like in the system knows who this get this kid who he is. He's like a infamous character. This little Daniel Salazar, whatever the fuck his last name is. No, nah, fam. I don't I don't know what you do to say to niggas. Don't nobody over twenty two know who this nigga is in real life. Fair enough. Oh fam, you gonna catch it in the yard, like that's what I'm saying. But he, they say he snitched, possibly, because he got moved to another facility that's known for, like, when people turn. Well, the whole, fa- everybody, never mind. More proud to him, man. Save yourself, young nigga. Save yourself. You don't have shit to prove, dog. Your rap career is over. Your life as you what, knew it is over. What if? Just a, just a giant what if. Let's say this nigga finds a way out somehow. Out of this shit. Yeah. Okay. 
what's up with his I mean, how do how's he receive once he once he get out this shit somehow? Just stop. Like you don't need to be in the mix of this shit. Find something else to do with your life. No, he gonna rap because he's stubborn like that. But like do you Ghost write for somebody. Find another nigga and go I'm not saying like it's it's quality fucking music, but find another young nigga and ghost write for him. What I'm saying is how's the fan like he gonna be like pot coming out? Is it gonna be that big? Like, oh shit, six nine is out. I don't I don't understand these new young niggas these days, so I have no idea. Like I would like to think it should be like not celebrated, but you know, these young stands, they they regard they they heroes and their quote unquote legends a little bit differently than how we looked at the shit. This is fact. But I don't think he should drop like another album. I just go away somewhere quietly. Like nigga, you got a you got a million dollars liquid. So look, this what you I can was, make the, you can turn that shit into a nice, comfortable, quiet lifestyle. This is what I was thinking of shit. When I found out they was trying to kill a nigga. Cause the oldest nigga in that crew my age. You know what I'm saying? So I guess technically, you know. Yeah, the oldest thing in that crew my age. So but you, we the old niggas now. We, we, we grew, the old niggas. Uh, yeah, but we, Older. We, we grew up like on some Suge shit, right? Yeah. So they like if we kill this nigga, we probably can. Because he, he got an album coming out. Like if we kill this nigga, we can make a lot off his album. You see what they did with the Triple X nigga, right? Yeah. Everybody started streaming this shit. Like, fuck it. Let's just get the nigga. They didn't get him in time. <laughs> Nah, I don't. Why niggas feel comfortable talking on the phone like that? Because these they they new niggas, they younger. Like this is where we fucked up. Like when we grew up or when we were coming up, like nigga, you had an older brother, you had older cousins, you had older niggas that you could look to that gave you sound advice, and I would tell you like, hey yo, you these wilder. niggas got the internet, right? I but, have the history of every nigga that didn't have right, that before. They got the internet, but they don't have like old old heads or OGs around them to be like, hey, yo, you fooling, shut that shit the fuck up. I don't believe it, dog. I do. If the oldest nigga, if he 22, the oldest nigga in his crew is 30. Everybody didn't talk to Takashi and tell the nigga to chill the fuck out. Yeah, everybody else besides somebody in his direct circle. If you don't have that, like, that See, big homie to be like, chill the fuck out. You didn't talk to Charlemagne and told you. Fat Joe said he had private conversations with him. 50 Cent didn't have private conversations. Like, all these major figures of the OGs, because I was like, well, some of the OGs need to come down and help the young kids. Like, well, nigga, we've been trying to tell your dumb ass. I'll just be a hard-headed young nigga and just learn learn how you learn it, motherfuckers. Shit. Well, you know what? That Get it how you live, my nigga. Get it how you live. That arrest could have been a blessing because he was about to be out of here. Possibly. So. No, he bulletproof. He didn't die from all so far. Yeah, that's unfortunate. Man, we got some guests in the building today, though, man. Uh, I got a um, one of our favorite games we're going to play today, but we can't run that shit with just us because we'll probably have the same answers and shit. Sometimes, yeah. Yeah, yeah. so we're going to let our, our guests introduce themselves. And from my understanding, we got some intros. They came prepared. Yeah. Please introduce yourself, my brother. How y'all doing? Zeke Johnson here, a.k.a. The Real Estate Man. Uh, my name is Michael Alexander. I work for Lindio, a.k.a. Staying Out The Way on All That Matters, a.k.a. Southwest Lost King. I will be back, Scar. Just looking. Just looking. Okay. <laughs> a.k.a. <coughs> the Cognac Breath Whisperer. Just let me take the van. Just a tip, baby. Just a tip. <laughs> <laughs> a.k.a. I will catch a fight before I catch feelings. A.K.A. I'm a reformed fuckboy, but baby girl, don't start me. I will go back to my old form. All right. Real all talk. Right. A.K.A. What Dom saying, baby girl, don't bitch. Oh, what did he say? Hold on. I'm sorry. My bad. It's cool. It's okay. cool. What Dom say, don't play with me. Baby, don't play with me off his new album. You know what I'm saying? Because I will act up. 
You know what I'm saying? I'm not that guy. We fuck with Don. Mm-hmm. Every day. <laughs> we fuck with the intros, man. Oh, we yeah, appreciate, appreciate it. you. You know we appreciate you. The real estate man. What you uh you you uh an agent, investor? Like what what type of arm are you on the real estate here? Uh based on an investor. So we buy, sell, fix and flip property. Okay. Uh, we also got rental rental properties. Uh we wholesale where you uh you know, wholesale with no money, no credit. Okay. Uh, so we 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 trying to do our thing out here with the real estate market. That's what's up. Yeah. That's what's up. Yeah. People don't understand. There's a lot of different ways to get into these houses. And oh, definitely. They had you brainwashed. You got to come to the table with this much percentage yeah. of credit need to look like this. <laughs> yeah. Like, look, if if you know the game or know somebody that knows the game, yeah. you ain't got to be out here paying rent. You, you can don't be paying a mortgage. <laughs> yeah. and, you know, building wealth, building equity. So yeah. I mean, it's you so know. that's why I wanted to set up this uh, podcast because I, we are on two different spectrums of the real estate game. I'm on more the finance side. Like you got to have your credit together and this and that. And he started off not having nothing, like starting off with uh, just a bag in his hand and he made it happen. So that's why I really wanted to come and talk about the importance of credit and also the importance of actually fighting against the gentrification in the city. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Um, yes. However, this is my thing with gentrification. Uh, gentrification is not for white people. They the ones doing it, but we can gentrify our own neighborhoods. Yes, you know yeah, what I'm yeah, saying? Definitely. For sure. For some reason, when we hear gentrification, we well, I know why, but we immediately think white people taking over. But, I mean, it's enough money and dope and swipes growing around this motherfucking city for niggas <laughs> to buy this bitch back. Yeah. Right. They like, could. you literally could buy the, the entire hood with stolen money. They could. Because y'all just buying belts right now. <laughs> Yeah, they Belts could. and rollies and, and yays. <laughs> but they don't know the, the smart way, the ghost way to take your money to uh, to me out of condo. You know what I'm saying? It's it's a situation where people are making money and they already know how to do is spend it. Uh, so investing it and putting it in different ways and stuff like that. Yeah. So what would you tell a young swiper out here with a bag? <laughs> a, real, a, long, a long time. I, I could put a, a young swiper together for real for sure because my whole thing is if you invest in yourself, you got 15000 cash liquid. If you take a fifteen thousand dollars for a, a secure credit card for de- Discover, you take another fifteen, you get now you know thirty thousand dollars in secure credit cards. You really didn't need credit for that, but now your credit score jumped up one hundred fifty points just because you did that, and you use your stuff just right. You use a card just like you're supposed to use it, because we in this mindset as black people thinking the debit card cash is king over credit cards. And honestly, how you supposed to use credit cards is you swipe your credit card and then you pay it off at the end of the month. Mm-hmm. And what, how they changed it up when they start introducing debit cards, you know what I'm saying? And so we use a debit card like we supposed to use a credit card instead of we use a credit card like a, a emergency funds. How uh, other people, smart investors and smart people with credit cards, they use all their expenses on one credit card and they pay it off at the end of the month with their, yeah. their income. And so, and so they constantly refer uh, using your credit. So that's how you increase your credit score. How you that's how you end up. They have credit cards out here that's worth like ten million dollars, and it's invite only. And it's just because it's not that you have ten million dollars. You gotta be able to, to show prove that prove that you can pay back money over time. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and not use all the money. So it's from my understanding, it's good to have. Uh, two thirds of your money from your credit card available. Yeah. Like yeah. never lose more than yeah. two you thirds. Got, it's the eighty twenty rule. So, mm-hmm. like I said, if you had that fifteen thousand and you use your credit card and you doing this and that, uh, that's going to prove you. And then you have all a legitimately good credit score. So you come to me and say so I can give you a loan for like a hundred grand, and you can go to, you go to Zeke, you can buy a house, hundred grand, fix it up, put forty grand in it, then you flipped it for two hundred thousand dollars. You made sixty thousand dollars easily. 
and then you go pay your hundred thousand dollars back, and, and that's what it be. Uh, I really hate the fact that we live in this debt wealth society. Like, in order for me to have good credit, that means I gotta borrow money. <laughs> like, right. I gotta be in yeah. debt for me to be a good like yeah. for you to for me to look at but, you like a good upstanding person. You need to go in debt with me. But that's know? like that's like the hood though. That's like anything else. Like because right now if I borrow twenty dollars from Dame, right? And I don't pay Dame's twenty dollars. You know, it's twenty dollars. It's just me and Dame. Yeah. His ideal is I'm like, oh, I'm never gonna let that nigga borrow twenty dollars. Right. Again. Facts. Yeah. Facts. I get you know it. what I'm saying? So it just uh, it's an honor system for each other. And like, if we using it as a a loan, we using credit cards. Like, oh man, car broke down. I got to put five. You know, put five hundred on it like that. You never had the five hundred dollars in the first place. And you use the credit card, and then you like, oh, I'm gonna pay thirty five, thirty five, thirty five. That's how they make their money. Facts. But. Niggas paying that minimum balance, trying to, that <laughs> but you never, you never, actually, you never dig out that hole. You no. never dig out that hole that way, never. Actually, create a bigger hole. Yeah. So, and then I think another thing that that kind of holds us back is that the education when it comes to how to deal with credit, you know, how to properly deal with credit is never there. I didn't learn about credit cards and shit in high school. I was fortunate enough; my parents had good credit. They helped me get a credit card at like seventeen. I fucked it up, yeah. like years later. But I mean. You know, at least I had that back in there where in the beginning they could they could kind of help me out and show me the way. Now, I, I was like everybody else. They started raising that credit limit. Once it was like 10 grand, I was like, ah, fuck it. I'll pay my, it back. My son got a 650. He He's seven years old. And he don't have no credit card. He's on my authorized user on all my credit cards. Right, building up his so credit. all his stuff. So when he be 18... As long as I don't go bankrupt and I, I pay all, keep my stuff together, he right. he gonna be good. Even if you take him off your account, like once you own the account, like say you uh, get on a somebody credit card account that got sixty thousand dollar balance. Soon as that shit report that you are authorized user with, oh yeah, this card been open for twenty years, even though you only fourteen, that credit goes to you. Yeah. Even if you yeah. get taken off of it now, yeah. because I've been on a on a. An account that got a sixty thousand dollar balance. Every time I go to get another credit card, my my availability is gonna be larger. Yeah, yeah. you know what I'm saying. And your credit score shoot up. Credit score shoot up, yeah. and that's that's what a lot of people do. A lot of uh, other unnaturals do. They just put their kids on their shit. Yeah. And yeah. Boom, boom, boom. And a lot of us put our kids on our shit with the cable, DTE, <laughs> no. and fuck it up before a lot they... Of, a lot of us <laughs> use our kids' shit. <laughs> fuck yeah. yeah. We, that's like, different. It's like a, re- like, a, like a big emergency fund. And that's, that's really... That's, it comes from... You setting your way. babies up for failure. Yeah. But that all yeah. comes from a survivor mode. You know what I'm saying? We, like, right. we need this now. Now, now. You know, that's why the whole mentality of... I might not be, I might be going tomorrow, but still, like, you still gotta... What if you here? Hey, man, somebody... Uh, Somebody made a an interesting point, right? They was like, "Listen, fam, <laughs> this is almost verbatim." Like, listen, I could, I could pay all my bills on time and do everything like that, or I can just run all this shit up, never pay it back, and put that shit on my credit, and I don't give a fuck about it because I'm still every day of my life I'm still having fun, and I don't, I literally don't care about the shit. Younger person, yeah, you know what I'm saying. Gotta be, gotta be. (laughs) Like you don't care about it currently, because you know what I'm saying. Until they trying to put you in an old one Mercury Sable with a 24 percent interest rate. It gets to that point where you get like 27. You you can't stay with your mom. You can't stay with your people no more. You better try to get an apartment. You can't get an apartment. Or people who spend all their money and shit, right? Like, like, why why I'm gonna save it? Because I want to have like I'm not promised tomorrow. I'm gonna live every single day. 
like today my last versus I'm gonna wait. Then when tomorrow come and your transmission go out, now you fucked up. Yeah, remember about two years ago there was a clip we put in. Yeah, did I? Did I say? Did I say saving money was like tra- was secretly trash? And in the some regard, I still feel that way, but I get it. Like I'm a grown man with kids, responsibilities, responsibilities. and like when you're responsible for somebody else, man. Different All that Cavalier again. shit is out the window. Yeah, it, or it should be. It should be. It should be out the window. But I mean, yeah, I said it. Whatever. <laughs> fuck it. I said it. Ball to you fall. And niggas be like, man, why the fuck y'all buying all these belts and all this shit? I'm like, like, what if they want to buy that shit? Like, I know in my mind, like for me, it's not a sound investment, right? But like, of course it's not. <laughs> that shit gave them a an endorphin or a level of joy. Like it's a level of insecurity. It was a guy right now. I see him. I used to take pictures at the club. I used to see him every day. He crispy. I'm like, man, what's up, man? He's like, man, y'all gotta be out here because these bitches want me out here. I gotta be fresh because these bitches want me out here. I'm like, this this nigga 34 years old in the club doing the same thing, like. When Buying bottles, looking fresh, taking pictures. When when is that gonna stop though? And like, when did that situation get old for you? That shit should have got old about ten years ago. Hey, can but, I chime in on this? Go yeah, ahead, yeah, go ahead. Man, yeah, I think I think they'll never get old. I think uh, I think the mistake is, man, we need to learn how to buy assets and let it pay for our liability. Facts. So mm-hmm. so you know, investing in real estate. When I was at the stage where I ain't had no money, I still wanted to do certain stuff, you know, to impress women. But I wasn't working with a lot. But once I, you know, started working with abundance, you know, with the flipping the house or whatever. Abundance, you know, Nick. Yeah. You, yeah I'm working with abundance, Nick. You, right. <laughs> you, you got more than enough. So when you go buy that belt or whatever you buy, you still got, you yeah. know, twenty, thirty thousand dollars $30,000 in the bank. You still can go make power moves and let that, you know, finance your lifestyle. So the question you asked earlier, what would, I, what would you say to a, sw- a swiper? I would say to a swiper or a dope dealer or whoever, Invest the money in real estate. The whole purpose of doing illegal activity is for you to come up right. and then get start out the making, game. Right. Yeah, get out the game. I'll make the right the investment. <laughs> like Jay Z said on his album, you know, he wished he would have invested in uh, Dumbo. Dumbo. Yeah. Now he feel like Dumbo. You know, so that money what he could have put in, he would have kept back a hundred times that amount, and then it can finance his lifestyle. And so, I'm all, and <laughs> I know an old nigga told me one time, like, ain't ain't no such thing as old cowboys. Ain't no old, ain't no old ass gangsters out here. Still, you shouldn't be fifty years old, still trying to be a part of the life and be in the game. Like my nigga, it's eventually to find a better way to get out, to to do better for yourself, to do right, better right. for your kids. Yeah. Like you don't want to be fifty five <laughs> looking over your motherfucking shoulder for shit you've been doing the past thirty years. Yeah, like uh, and, and the game really don't end that way. Uh, Nobody can like like we say you can't put in a two week notice for a gang for for a gang you can't put in a retirement statement and your whole life done been in these streets like it doesn't work that way. But that's my nigga. the same with the minds that can understand it. Like when you come to the point where you feel like everything you're doing is off survival mode, I'm into the next day to the next day. You never thought about five years from now, and then you be like, "Damn, I'm forty years old. How did that happen?" Because you just you was worried about the next day, the next day, the next day. And uh, I got stuck in that loop where I was like, from like 2025, 20, I was worried about what, I, what I'm going through, what I'm doing right now. And then I got 25, 26, I had my second child. And I was like, shit. <laughs> like, it just hit me. Like, but like, I believe like all men have that moment where it just snap, it just hit you. And you be like, oh, I got to switch around, I got to turn. But like you said, that all comes from like having OGs telling you, like, hey, you was having fun like 22, 23, but it's time for you to like stop doing that. Like, you're still a child. 
And you still, like, at a certain point, I think a man ain't a man until he's hit, like, 30, like, 29, 30, because then you start thinking about certain stuff a different way. You start thinking. But at the end of the day. I think by 30, a lot of things happen in your life, but I think it's more or less your life experiences that will grow your ass up. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Some people grow up quicker than others. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes, like, I know a nigga in the barbershop, one of the barbers, nigga, like, 42 years old. He a kid, though. Like, he like a, a legitimate kid. Like, if yeah. you didn't know how old he was, you would think he was one of the younger niggas and shit. Like, he a legit, his, his, his way of thinking, how his mannerisms, how he dressed, like, everything about him said he a fucking kid. You know what I'm saying? It's like, damn, man. Like, at some point, you know you got to grow up, right? Yeah. Like, this shit ain't right. But you, <laughs> you made a good saying? point. Once you start having them babies. Like, oh, that's serious. <laughs> yeah, that shit'll make you look at life <laughs> a little bit different. Yeah. yeah, because then you'd be like... Even with this generation, like man, I, I got into it with my, with my baby mama's weekend, like last weekend, because this tomorrow we doing taking pictures for family pictures, everybody, both both baby mamas, all the kids, and we all taking pictures because I make sure we all have a good family structure for the kids. Hey man, that's the only so, way you get some peace, my nigga. That's yeah, only the only way. way. Okay, so do that. I said well, the kids gonna be dressing my stuff, like go buy my baby, the daughter one, and then I'll find my son stuff because it's easier for me to shop for a, do- a son than a girl. She went out and bought some Burberry, and I'm like, bro, like it's because like I can I can go buy it, I can afford to buy it, I, but it's like the same time like why? Baby, why? And my mm-hmm. son, my son is a point where he's chewing on his clothes. I'll be mad if he messes it up. Like at the same time, it's on top of that. It, my my baby mama, my my son mama can't do it. She can't pay it, so she'll be looking kind of some way like you trying to stun on me and this and that. I'm like, you trying to create situations that don't need to be created. For the press, other broke motherfuckers. Like, yeah. that's all it is. You want to put it for the gram? I'm like, no, I don't. I was like, why are you doing it? She's like, well, I seen this picture of this girl, this baby, and I thought it was cute. And it's like, why was it cute? Because any other plaid shirt. I'm going to say, it's a plaid shirt, fam. Any plaid <laughs> shirt you would like, you, you be talking crap. Like, we be the in the same mall. Three fucking colors. Right. If we be in the mall and I pick up a plaid shirt, like, why you keep picking up this plaid shirt? But it was Burberry. That's cute. How? That's in your mindset. That's some situation you they feel like. They got us brainwashed. Yeah. Yeah. We hate ourselves and love their wealth. For sure, still a nigga, <laughs> right? Yeah. Still a nigga. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, we make the clothes. They don't. So Zeke, how did you get into um, wholesaling? Man, 2012, uh, I was at a standstill. I was either going, you know, I was broke. You know, I had a girlfriend at the time. She uh, lost her job, lost her apartment. Uh, I was stealing lights and gas from DTE. I couldn't afford to even put ten dollars in my gas tank, man. And uh, I had to make a decision. I knew I couldn't work a regular job. So I had to, be, you know, I knew I had to be an entrepreneur, and uh, real estate, you know, was the thing for me. I uh, purchased a class online, and within uh, six weeks, I made over twenty thousand dollars, you know, from my iPhone and, you know, in my computer. Now run that back. How you do that? <laughs> right. What's the class? Uh, forget the class. How you do that? Okay. Not forget the class. <laughs> right, right, right. Because <laughs> basically, that's, basically, that's not normal. The normal yeah. person don't make two. They don't. They grand. don't. They don't. I, you know. I consider a little luck in there, man, but I was grinding. I, 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 I you know, I, I wouldn't stop. So basically, how I did it, I'm a whole. I was a wholesaler at the time. So basically, a wholesaler is somebody that uh, find buyers, motivated, motivated sellers, and they find cash buyers and they hook them up in the middle. Gotcha. And you know, my whole goal was just to make three thousand dollars a month, just to pay my bills and maybe take my girl out here and there. Uh, I ended up making over $10,000 a month uh, for the next eight months. I made $100,000 from July to September. Uh, that December, I made twenty grand that month alone, all wired into my account. But how I did it was um, 
during that time, all the property in Detroit was cheap, 10000 mm-hmm. 5000 People coming from overseas, China, Europe, Asia, uh, Africa, buying up property. Um, they didn't understand the market like we did, so we would get it for 10 sell it to them for 15 20 We'd get it, fix it up, put a tenant in it. We we all in at fifteen. We'll sell it to them for thirty five. Now at the time I didn't have any money, so I was playing the middleman. So yeah. I, I would find the guys with the money that was buying the property. Then I would find the cash buyers, and then if if, if they sell it to me, they get, if they give it to me at twenty, I'll give it to the uh, overseas buyers at twenty two, twenty three. I make three thousand, and I had a buyer buying over twenty houses a month. Uh, December of that year, he bought a hundred and ten houses. He bought ten of them from me. I made an average of two to three thousand dollars per property, so that was how I was able to make the twenty thousand dollars. But um, yeah, so that's pretty much how I did it. That's that's like the lifestyle a, of a wholesale. But you got to be good with finding where you're going, knowing what's a deal, know what you're looking at. Yeah. And oh, definitely, definitely. I did. Um, I don't know, man. Shit, this fuck around been like eight, nine years ago and shit. After reading Rich Dad Poor Dad, mm-hmm. yeah. went to one yeah. of you know Robert yeah. Kidd's yeah, like I've been to those, yeah. little joints and yeah. essentially that's what he was saying. Like you know what I'm that's, saying? That's like, exactly that's, what they're talking about. That's a great book from a mind change your mindset. Yeah. Forty eight laws is a good one too. And then it's uh different things like I, I like Sarnet Main book. He talk about changing your mindset of situations and that's that's how you get into any business. It don't have to be real estate. If any business you change your mindset how you doing stuff, you will be successful in it. Yeah, the classes was cool. It was a giant sales job. Oh, definitely. Yeah. You know definitely, what I'm saying? Definitely. Like a two and a half day, you know what I'm saying, <laughs> yeah. sales job. Like, for, But you did. They did give you some some free they game. They didn't give you. It was a gimmick. You so, know what I'm saying? Yeah. They give you a little bit a of little game. A little bit, yeah. We're like, oh, I can, I can fucking use that. Because they tell you how to, you know, essentially like be the middleman. Like, yeah, exactly. like go to this person's like, look, yeah. don't sell this shit for, mm-hmm. forever. You know what I'm saying? For X amount of time. And you find a nigga who... If you a rehabber, yeah, my man, yeah, 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 I got one from you. But yeah. they're like, they tell you how to uh, do some sideways illegal shit to make your credit line go up, so yeah. you can pay for this. You must have went to that. Class. I went to it. Yeah, 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 yeah. I went to it. So like, me and, and was, all my homeboys took that shit. <laughs> you know all of us. And it's so. like they got the little website shit. But like, look. This next class, we're gonna give you the real information. Right, that should go ring about twelve grand. 12 yeah, grand. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, and then they was like, then they tell you like, oh yeah, you could just take it out your retirement. You don't have to actually have the twelve grand. Mm-hmm. We teach you how to take it out the ground. Out the retirement or use your credit card. Mm-hmm. I ain't had neither. Like, so I'm in sales. <laughs> like, I know the sales job yeah. when it happened. I'm like, right when you in sales, you see all that. You be like, bro. I'm like, all right. That's why I don't like this. <laughs> that's why I can't really do a strip club for real. Because I'd be looking like, bro, baby girl, come on now. It's the it's a customer service gig. Mm-hmm. That's it, a that's all the stripper. Oh, hold line. on, we 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 know the line. Do you, know you want to dance? You wanna I just dance. saw you dance. I just saw you dance. I just saw you dance. for free. Yeah. So like, why would I pay you twenty dollars? Or then, then when they be like, oh, you a broke? You must be a broke nigga. Yeah, I am. Okay, keep walking. Like that's like see no. you can't and this is why I'm not <laughs> <laughs> the fuck they yeah. try to insult you to make you spend money yeah. that you don't have and they, look they, I came for lamb chops hey I fall, for, I fall for that line every time like they I ain't no be, broke nigga hold you on you dancing yeah, that, naked for me for twelve dollars $12. you calling me the broke <laughs> fuck out of here yeah uh, I can but, touch your titties for a dollar. Like, fuck out of here. <laughs> that's what I, that's, I can touch your titties right now for a dollar. No, I don't mean to disrespect our uh, local strippers. Yeah, no, because they provide so much enjoyment. Well, no, I'm friends with a lot. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> Why haven't we had no strippers on the show? Because they're my friends, and Why I don't want to exploit them. Tonight? Like, what's up? I mean, not I mean, exploit. I, I just want to hear their side of the story. Ain't no side of the story. You make it seem like there's something wrong. You know what I'm saying? There's not nothing wrong. I just want to hear what they hustle is. See, you, keep all, you call it a side of the story, a hustle. <laughs> it is a, we all hustling. It is we a all hustling. hustling. That's I how work. 
See, and they learn that Because there's a difference between hustling and working. Cause I don't it, hustle. I work. Okay. Yeah, but Cause the, nigga ain't, the, the strippers that's working, they don't get paid. Strippers that's in there hustling, they hustle. Then they end up going to doing something else like lashes and uh, having boutiques and stuff. They hustle. They know how to, to sell to that person for that situation. And they know how to spot somebody that's going to spend some money and ain't going to spend no money. They so you know how sucker. to hustle. Yeah. They can see a, a timid nigga. Oh, shit. This nigga hey. about to be in love. <laughs> they see a victim. <laughs> a victim. That's what the fuck nah, it is. I'm not. Nev- I'm never going to be a victim. Hey, can I pick you off what you were saying about yeah. that? So man, you know, going to those, I I went to those a lot. All I could afford was the one ninety nine for the three day seminar, but yeah. I could never afford the ten, twenty, thirty thousand dollars they charged. So what I did, man, I went home and started YouTubing, you know, what they were saying, and I yeah. was seeing all the young people from different states making ten, twenty thousand dollars a house. So I, I I studied that man for a good month before I pulled the trigger on my own. That's when I ran across the program I bought. And then I, it gave me a little confidence that it do work because I seen some people that look like me, yeah. you know, from the same, you know, background. And, man, you know, I ran with it. And, and you know, now I'm here. You know, I own over half a million dollars for real estate right now, you know, flipping houses, wholesaling, you know, buying. So I do some of everything, coaching, mentoring. That's how I got the name Real Estate Man. That's how I got a website, YouTube channel, Real Estate Man, yeah. So you got, like, classes that people purchase? Yeah. So right now, uh, you know, people have been hound- hounding me about, you know, teaching something. I like to give back, man, because it's just knowledge. You know what I mean? Thanks. And if I can uh, empower somebody else to make 100 grand a year, now we both making two, 300. So now we can go make a, a bigger power move. You know right, what I mean? Right, right, right. So, yeah, I, I was holding class. I was charging two ninety nine. I'll show you the whole wholesale game. So now I'm trying to move my class online, uh, you know, put it in a digital format where you can just purchase it, $99. You know, watch it at your own leisure or whatever, and uh, go from there. All for mentorship. It's a flat rate, uh, and uh, coaching or whatever. And I sh- I walk you through your first couple of deals, and we go from there, man. Just try to get everybody into real estate. Real estate, you know, is almost like the dope game. And we had we, um, he had a, a pre uh, like a pre pre class thing every Thursday, every th- first Thursday every thir- month. Every Thursday, it's Thursday. called Real Estate Thursday at Mixed Breakdown, and uh, that's why I met him at because I seen it. And I used to come down and uh, bring offer my services to uh, the different wholesalers, the different uh, entrepreneurs on there. So that's how we met. Yeah. And so we've been working ever since. That's what's up. So we, we, we stopped the third Thursdays for the winter. We start back in the spring every third Thursday at Bricktown, uh, next, right next to Nikki's uh, in Greektown. And it's just a bunch of real estate people, all like-minded people in the same building, networking. Um, you know, it's a beautiful thing just to network with your people, make some money together, and go, and go from there. Well, when are you doing your next class? Um, I'm not going to hold a class yet. I need to get this online thing. So we aiming for January 1st to release the uh, to release the class. You can go to my website, DetroitRealEstateMan.com, enter your name, email, and then once the class drops, we're going to send out an email blast and go from there. I think you should uh, do a class with me and Dame. And uh, if we think it is fire, uh-huh. then we would tell our listeners to, to hey, fuck with the website. I like that. I you like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that. We'll get down. But we'll, we'll, we'll make sure math get exchanged before everybody <laughs> walk up out of here. Definitely, definitely. And I see dollar signs. <laughs> and that's all. I, if I see money on the floor, I got to pick it up. So. Well, you know, I just wrote something on. I wrote I wrote something down this year and it was talking to my group chat. But I, uh, I had to write it down because uh, this work shit ain't for me no more. Um, I'm because I'm, we've tasted a little piece of the entrepreneur life. Shit, addictive. And I want to uh, congratulate y'all guys. Y- y'all been consistent. I had a podcast, but y'all been consistent. And y'all did y'all marketing right. Y'all 
did all your thing. Y'all got your own website. Y'all doing your thing right. And I, I appreciate y'all because y'all coming from like being the first podcasters of Detroit for real, for real, and to launch your stuff and they have 50 or y'all got like 60 podcast shows underneath y'all network uh 51 mm. that came through here yeah, yeah. we appreciate it because i mean it and a couple of video shows because it's it's been a it's been a grind i'm not gonna call it a struggle because we ne- we definitely had to learn and we made our mistakes a yeah. lot of them but <laughs> bumped our head but i mean yeah, that's I mean, anything it's, a, it's, a, it's definitely a a large investment of time you know what i mean yeah uh Free time is is very fleeting, but it's, it it just feel different when you you're doing it for yourself. You know what I'm saying? Versus me spending all day at working for the man. I don't really find I don't really mind coming in here and, and putting in time. But, but God but, been know, good in for us because so it's, it's really not about the the money. It's about the your passion. Facts. You, you feel some like right now. You like you said you go to work. Uh, I worked at Ford for like five years before I started doing what I did doing now, and it's like. I was miserable every time I walked in that bitch because it was just like I did the same thing every day. There was no goal, no sales situation, no no situation of growth. I'm going to make this to do to this. No, it was just like, oh, I'm going to come in here. I'm going to hope they give me 70 hours this week before I can do what I need to do. But, like, if they don't, I'm sitting here like, uh. Yeah. And so, and I was used to get into all the employees about that. Like, man, like, man, I'm all set on this. This is this not really for me. This ain't. It's not enough. Uh, but when you coming up in the city, a job in the plant, like niggas don't think you struck gold. Right. Like, like <laughs> you, you, you done made it. Oh, man. Every, and then on top of that, I realized my time is more valuable because I always talk to the old heads that been there like 20, 20, 30 years. So like, oh, yeah, man, he's working 70, 80 hours. I'm like, well, when you had time for your kid? Oh, they understand. How? And I was like, oh, that's my big thing. Like, if, my, if I'm making 80 hours, I, I'm spending 80 hours here, I should be making more than a hundred hundred thousand a year. I should be making at least two, three hundred thousand if I can substitute my kids being a better place. Hundred thousand dollars, you still below them the you know I'm gonna mid make um uh, mid poverty. Like the poverty line here is thirty two thousand. The mid is sixty three. So you had a hundred thousand, you ain't middle class yet. Y'all you still like you still struggling and you yeah. and you working crazy and you not never seen your kids, you never at home. You always sucking up that poison in the in the plant. Can't do it. No, no. Can't do it. I'm out. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, man, that's uh, my, in 2019, I'm I'm trying to get out. Well, in 2019, it's going to be my last year inside of the rap race. You feel me? Definitely. Uh, got some things working in the future. 2019 going to be lit. Definitely. It's going to be great. Man, one, one, one thing I found out, man, um, I was talking to my wife. She, she recently quit her job. And it's like when you really get out here, man, and start branding yourself and, and hustling and making money, you can hustle and make the money you make on on your job in a week. Yeah. Like I got, a, I got, man, I I got over 10, 15 different ways I can make a quick two, three thousand, five thousand. Like you know, once you learn to hustle, man, it's it's really nothing. So you replicate pe- success. Yeah, man, and and you know, when, once you position yourself, man, because I do rehab. I mean. I started as an investor. Mm-hmm. From an investor, I then turned into a contractor. From a contractor, I'm doing electrical. Uh, when I when I buy a house myself, I can go in there and, and knock off five thousand just off stuff I didn't learn from buying houses. Yeah. So that's a quick uh, hit right there. I want to make a quick ten. I can I can take some money I made from a flip, go buy a nice rental property, sell it to overseas. Got to make a quick ten or fifteen. I mean, once you get out here, man, and, and you and you hustle on your passion, man, money is like money growing on trees because. It's your passion. You know what I mean? 
and it's going to be easy to do it. So, man, I definitely salute you if you're making that decision to get out there on your own. You're going to wish you been did that. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? A lot of people fear it, man, and it's kind of – it's kind of been downloaded. Because it's, it's not for everybody. It's, it's, Cause, it's not. Because right. when it's good, it's good. When yeah. the day is, it's down and yeah. it's fucking down. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. It, yeah. It, it, That's it, when you be thinking like, damn, I shouldn't have bought that belt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, but you know what? When you do do it, you're not going to buy them belts. Yeah, what I'm when saying is when, much, it's, when it's down, like, yeah. fuck, I should have. <laughs> fucking Cardi. You don't gotta <laughs> pro- it, right, you don't got to prove yourself to somebody. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because you... My whole thing with uh, entrepreneurship is all about you always thinking about you have to always think about the next quarter. So you're not relying that I'm going to get a check next week. Facts. So in a situation where you like, okay, I got this 10. I could go do this, but I'm going to sit down on it because next month could be slow. Facts. Next three months yeah. could be really slow. I can't make nobody come in here and do a podcast. Right. No, we've been, you know, we've like, been lucky that the business has been good. Like but you said, you had a podcast, right? Yeah. Life happens. Sometimes people stop recording. Like yeah. I can't make somebody come back in here. I can't. What if y'all y'all? I didn't have. We didn't have podcast break up on air. Yo, <laughs> you know oh, what I'm saying? I was there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was right. There. You know what I'm saying like but I can't yeah, make my podcast broke up because somebody was like, "Oh, we're, I'm spending too much time, man. No money." I'm like, "We only been recording for three months." Like, like people that podcast like you want to be like to read, but they were recording three years before people heard they first. You know what I'm saying? So you had to have consistently keep going under and marketing yourself right. Before you start being like, oh, I want an HBO show in six months. And, and inside of you, you got to have that wherewithal. Because some days, like we say, this. I remember when we weren't getting 100 listens. And it was looking, it was. But y'all, y'all I was talking, I remember talking to Jay, like, I don't know how much <laughs> I want, how much longer I want to do this shit. But I mean, due to the fact that, not that we just business partners, like, we actually friends. Right. So, yeah. like, <laughs> You know, he didn't have to talk me down off the cliff once or twice. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, you know, that passion, that wherewithal, that belief in yourself that yeah. it doesn't matter. I don't give a fuck what the fuck it looks like. You're there right. is nothing inside of me that says I'm going to be poor, we're going to be broke, or this shit ain't going to work. Yeah. Like, I don't give a fuck what you say, mm-hmm. how the bill's looking, like rent get paid every month, lights ain't never been turned off in this yeah. bitch, and we've been in the black, you know, for a long fucking time. Mm-hmm. So, I mean... There's no now. I just got the blinders on. I don't hear shit else. Yeah. I man, can't hear the negative shit because we doing it. Man, it's so funny, man. It's like uh, you know, we didn't even mean to start the studio. You know what I'm saying? We just bought it to so we can record our own shit. And people kept asking, Cause, cause "How do you got, do this? Yeah, and how you kept, do that?" Like, why am I paying this guy? X amount that's of all dollars. it was. You know that's all you know it was. Yeah. Did the math in my head? Like, why am I paying two hundred dollars a month for you know what I'm saying for four shows? I only can be in here an hour and a half. Like, let's go have on the spot. You know what I'm saying with my two other homeboys and shit, and they split that shit, and I'm saving money by having our own shit. Yeah, and man. then people kept asking questions, and well, how do I record here or can we record there? Cool. One of the things that most people come in here ask when they first start their podcast is how you make some money. Mm. And I understand that you want to make money. That's the very first thing that you you ask. Yeah. In you probably not gonna make it. That's just like the whole T-shirt online in Detroit now. Everybody want to make money off T-shirts and sell T-shirts, but you don't have a passion in fashion. You don't have a passion in design, or you don't have a passion to do that. You want to make money with their first six months, and if not, you go you go quit it. I say like this, dog. If money get tight for anybody, guess what they going to not buy? A shirt with a funny design on it. Right. Like, I can cut that shit out of my life because I don't need that. Yeah. If I provide somebody with a service or something like that, there like I'm going to be less likely to get rid of the service. I'm going to go ahead and get rid of this T-shirt, yeah. or I'm going to get rid of these shoes, whatever. You know you need a haircut. 
right? Yeah. <laughs> You're not even gonna get a fucking job without a haircut. You oh, know yeah. you need a damn haircut. Oh yeah, my plan is uh, like, my plan to open up a barbershop in the summer, but it's gonna be like a whole t- another different type of pod, a barbershop. I'll explain that later on. I yeah. Can I chime in on, on the money portion? Man, a lot of people come to me for the mentorship or the coaching with the real estate, and the first thing they they want to know about is how soon can I make some money? I mean, one thing I learned about money. Money is a is a result. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a result of something. You know, it's a result of an effort, something that you put forth, and then the money came. So if you take care of the effort, the hustle. See, teach the, me how to do what you're doing. Yeah, and once the, the I the know how to coming. do it, the money teach me how come. to fish. Yeah. Teach me how to fish. Yeah. And you don't fish for a lifetime. You yeah. know what I mean? So, so I don't even focus on no money. If I want money, I'm gonna say, how can I provide a service to somebody? How can I solve a problem? For somebody, you know what I mean? Man, How can I help somebody reach their goal and I get paid off that? Man, if we came in here doing this podcast looking for money, it wouldn't be the same. It you know would, yeah. no. And I, I mean, I, I listen. would have made it two years because. I listen to a lot of people's podcasts by default because I, I'm sitting here recording them or whatever. And like, uh, some of this should be entertaining and some of this shit is not entertaining because you are replicating something that you heard somewhere else. Yeah. Like, fam, who are you? Yeah. Like, be you. Yeah. Because you, once you know who you are, then you can attract your audience. audience right. Like, I know what my audience want to hear and don't want to hear. You be yourself. We get requests from different rappers and different shit all the time. So I and, think so. and I can't do nothing for you. Like, it's not even enough. Like, maybe your music is cool and good and everything, but like, my audience don't want to hear us talk to you. Like, what can we talk to you about? Because you're cheaping right. your brand by always having different little yeah. people paying you a little $50 and that to come. Oh, yeah, this and this and that. So, like, I think because we are, we had a relationship that oh, I can come on here and say I want to talk about my situation. I didn't yeah. even tell you what I was coming for. I just I just want to come. You was like, cool, because you already know my relationship, what was going on. But, like, if you if I didn't build that relationship or people don't understand the importance of relationships or the, the importance of actually doing your, what you like to do, what you want to find your passion, what you want to do, because you do it, you never feel like you worked a day in your life. Right. So you like y'all both enjoy talking shit to each other. That's why this is a, a great platform for yourself. Right. Because y'all like being right, he likes being wrong. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> you know so what y'all come on. I listen to y'all podcast every Saturday, and ever since I find you know found out y'all situation, and I got like, oh. I, I fuck with because I live just the same shit in the, sh- in the shop talking shit. That's all we do all day. So y'all do y'all naturally yourselves and y'all do your thing. But everybody want to see somebody else's success story and be that successful because of the money, not because of what they did. They don't want to be actors. They don't have these rappers. Don't want to be fucking rappers. They just want to be rich. And they don't want to sacrifice their Friday nights every year, every every <laughs> Friday night for the last it's, two and a half years. Yeah. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like it's a it's a it's a grind. sacrifice. It's a, it's a sacrifice. Grind. And anything worth having is a sacrifice. If you ain't sacrificing nothing, you ain't getting it. But I mean, nothing. being a young nigga and sacrificing your weekend every weekend. You know what I'm saying? Like when I was working the midnights, I'm off on, I was off on Friday and Saturday nights. Well, one of those nights I'm doing the podcast. So mm-hmm. I got, I had one night to go out and do something. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like it's a, it's a sacrifice. Definitely. You know, a lot of people didn't got, like I, I couldn't. Interact. I just can't. I just can't. You know what I'm saying? I was working midnight, so when you up, I'm not up. And then I got one night that I'm free, and like, if that shit don't, you know. Yeah. So like, just like you, uh, I pick up the camera just like you picked up the camera, right? I don't charge nobody for my cam- my um, works. I usually get people to come out and just, just do. I just like taking pictures or finding the scene, make sure it's because that's what I enjoy to do. Uh, I, you know, I have I've been couple people call me, hey, can you come do my wedding? Cool, I come do it. And I bring somebody else along with me, but that my whole thing, I was my whole passion is to real estate. Real estate been my passion since twenty five. 
doing different things. So once I got into a situation where I, I had the, the know-how to get into the, the finance situation to it, and I just started doing it more, I felt like that was more comfortable for me. And then to be actually dealing you, with people. And you work with businesses, right? Yeah, I, I work with businesses uh, as far as the finance side. But the business where I work for and I, I pay my partnership into, it started off as the real estate situation. Okay. And then they start, okay, well, we can start working with, uh, it's, it's based out of Dearborn. And we can start working with uh, small business. So right now I literally go every day. I pick up business I'm going to go talk to. Go talk to them, give them my business card. They go say, yay, nay. Okay, cool. It's all sales in this situation, but I enjoy that, oh, making my making my connection with people, making networks with people. And I just like, that's why I do. I enjoy talking. So the money's good. So I'm situation. I'm doing what I love to do. And um, like I said, I want to, like I said, I want to open up my own business one day. And like I said, the barbershop, I got a, um, another idea for like a paintball shop, paintball warehouse downtown, which will go crazy. So that's one of the things I want to do. It's like I, I love being an entrepreneur. I want to be a serial entrepreneur. I want to have multiple yeah. things. I, I more, never want to be a business. I open a business and be at that one business. I want to open that business, make it successful, and then hire. You don't want to be in the on. business working. No, I want to you hire want a manager or something like that yeah. and keep going and keep going to the next one. So that's why I always want to be on. So that's that's made my passion since I found out what I would like to do. That's what's up, man. Well, where, where, where can people uh, find y'all and get in contact with you? Oh, definitely, man. The YouTube channel, the real estate man, uh, the website. Uh, we building the website now. Uh, film in the class. Uh, DetroitRealEstateMan.com. Uh, Instagram, Real Estate Man ninety five. Uh, Facebook, uh, the Real Estate Man ninety five personal page. <laughs> Y'all can't pronounce my name. Isaac Johnson. I don't think I uh, 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 branded that as the Real Estate Man yet. But, yeah, that, that's the best way, man. I, I'm looking for the subscribers uh, on the YouTube channel. It's just not a regular YouTube channel. I'm, I'm literally taking you all through the houses I'm buying, flipping, showing you the, buy, the bad, the good, the ugly. I just had a break-in the other day. They stole my hot water tank and furnace. Man. So, <laughs> that's, so the, that's, got, the, that's the hustle. That, that is. That is. <laughs> it I, got it, cold outside. I think it was like, Yeah. Me. And my neighbor caught it all on tape, man. I had to watch it, man. I was, I was pissed. But I, I appreciate it's it. watching heartbreak. It was, oh, yeah, Watching yeah. heartbreak. Yeah, caught I me appreciate that times. because, like, uh, different real estate moguls like uh, Jay Morrison, mm-hmm. he never talk about the bad. Yeah, man. He always talk about, oh, what's <laughs> oh, going on? With, like, yeah. I'm, I'm up, I'm up, I'm up. But, like, it's bad to everything you do. It is, man. And especially in real estate. Real estate is a it's a it's a good thing. You go you go make a hundred grand in the first month, and then the next month you don't make make nothing. You don't make nothing for another four months. Man, it's it's crazy that you mentioned that because I had a I had a rental property back in the day. Okay, and I had an issue with my tenants. Okay, and it we had both come to the agreement that this shit ain't gonna work. Bro. Right, you just gonna <laughs> move out on this day. You know, we'll go from there. Right. This motherfucker took all the fixtures out the yeah. house. The knobs. I'm going to fix you. Yeah. Take my fucking fixtures. <laughs> took the awning. Took the knobs off mm-hmm. of every door. Yeah. Nigga took the toilets. Bathtub. Like, oh, just man. just left a shell of a yeah. house. That's scandalous, man. I'm it, all up at your references, Crib. And you, know, mm. and you know what? I tell my students, man, um, and I, I got this from Kiyosaki. When you get a rental property, man, you need at least, Kiyosaki say about 25000 reserve. I say at least 10000 reserve yeah. because- you're going to run into that, man, and you don't want that to break your business because real estate is great. You want to be able to replace that, get a new tenant in, you know, and get get your cash flow. But sometimes that can break somebody. Fuck yeah. You know, who got seven, 8000 just to replace all that? Yeah. You know what I mean? So, so that's, that's why he got that formula, three to one. 
every three flip properties you have one rental uh, rental property. Yeah. You know, so so. So you do you hire like a uh, a property manager or you chase I, people down for their rent? So I'm, I'm gonna be honest with you, man. So I buy my rentals. I rent them out for maybe six to eight months, then I sell them to the overseas guys. Okay. I'm not really made to be a landlord right now because I'm on the come up. Yeah. So when I buy a rental property, I got 25000 of my own money tied up. I need that money to keep turning over. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's my thing. So once once I reach about hundred grand liquid and I got my lenders and everything else, then I'm going to start holding some uh, real estate. But at this point, I started in 06. I've only been flipping maybe two and a half years. So I'm still turning my money. So when I make 20, 30 grand, I'm turning, I want to turn that to make it 50. I want to make the 50 look like 70, make the 70 look like 90, 100. Yeah. So that's where I'm at with the rental joints, man. But um, so I, I run them out six to eight months. And I'm going to be honest with you, man, the eight months, it don't, it don't be good. I got, I got a passion, <laughs> man, for single mothers. And I always run out, and I always go for their they solid story. A passion for single mothers. I do, man. I do. It's up, man. I don't know if God gave me this uh, this passion, man. But when they I be the ones on the hustle. They do. On they, the they, hustle. Oh, they yeah. hustle me good every time. One girl, man. Quick story. She yeah. she moving in. Uh, she didn't even have all the money. The mama cried in front of my face to give her daughter a break. I said, "Look, your daughter work at a at a. Um, she was a waitress. I said she can't afford. She said you can put me on the lease. I'm gonna pay half the rent." I let them move in. These people turned their back on me faster than a crackhead boy. I said, mm. what? The, the city came out and said I didn't have a license to rent out the property. I said, look, I'm in the process of getting the license. The mama flipped the script. She said, oh, my God, I can't believe you lied to, lied to you. You needed me. And I let you move in my property, and they didn't pay me, man, for four months. I made no money, put them out. I had to go with a new tenant. So, man, you know, rental, rental. And is the not, courts always go with the fucking tenant. They do. They, they always, always go with the tenant. Because they don't want to see no money. They can't, they can't be oh, the responsible man. to put somebody out. <laughs> yeah. But I so need they, them out. I need them out. But they, they give them 30, 30, 30. Okay, it's time for you. Then to a boyfriend out. come to court yelling at me. I said, bro, won't you pay your girl rent? <laughs> Why she living in my stuff for free? You mad at me. Y'all better get on my face. So, man, that rental, you know. It, it worked for some people, but man. You, but you know the the flip side of that, you got to teach you. You have to train your tenants. You, you can't do. let your tenants train you yeah. on how they going. You got to set the tone. Be. Yeah, immediately, immediately. Because they think you that you see any little give. Oh shit! I oh, can, they taking over. Oh yeah. no! Now I I got to the point where I was taking direct deposit from my tenants. Yeah. You get paid this day. Mm-hmm. That's cool. I'm gonna take half the rent on this check. Yeah. half the rent on this check. For Facts. real, like for in real life, and that's and that's how I do it. That's how I did it. That's how you should be doing anyway. And I'm going to be honest with you, one, one thing I learned about rental, man, you, you do have to stereotype. Like all the stereotype that, that we faced growing up, man, you, you have to put people in categories. If you don't have a bank account, you don't got no cash reserve, you, you live in check to check. So that means when a flat come or, you know, a flat tire, I'm the last one to get paid. Your, you know what your, I'm saying? Or your birthday come. You or somebody's birthday. You got to cr- have that birthday Christmas, outfit. You, you gotta... ain't getting paid to February. So right now. A lot of landlords ain't getting paid to February. They're gonna be three months behind. I catch up when I get my tax. You know? Oh yeah, I get that all the time. <laughs> I catch up when you, I get my. You know tax what, return. man? So I, right now, when I rent, you gotta have a bank account because when mm. I do take you to court, I can't access your account when I sue you. So you gotta have a bank account. I want you to have some kind of cash reserve, at least five hundred dollars. And you got to make three times the rent if I'm going to rent to you. I don't care if it's two and a half That's times. That's why I go through a property manager because I don't want to know you. It'll be easier yeah. for me to kick you out. No, that's the best way to do it. If I don't know you. Yeah. If I don't know your mama and your kids. Yeah. And, like, listen, uh, I'm a lot less compassionate than the average person sometimes. Mm-hmm. I feel you. And, like, I'm sorry. Hey, man, yeah. my, I had a home where my had a rental property tenant fucking killed herself inside the room. Oh, Lord. 
he was, and I mean, it got to do. He was like, what, what the fuck I'm supposed to do with it? Like, yeah, who, who gonna want it next? Right. Somebody didn't die. Yeah. How, how, how big was the house? That's true. How big was the house? Yeah. It was a nice ass house. <laughs> Man, <laughs> sign me up. I clean this. <laughs> the fuck? Just don't tell nobody. How did she? How did she pass? Oh lord, shit. So I yeah, just, yeah. I, so I, I just now came, the fuck you do with it. I believe in energy. You know, what I'm I just came across a little eighty-year-old woman, right? And um, she got a house. She's not staying in it, but it keep getting broken. The crackheads keep going in and out of it, right? Nice size house. But I'm like, okay. She like, well, you know, I, I really don't want to sell it, but it's it's unlivable. It's at a point where you can't even move in, people in to put like a rent. It's just like it's messed up. That's how much crackheads. She keep boarding it up. They keep turning it down. Keep going in now. It's a crack. It's a trap house at this point. Right. I mean, just walk by in the morning every couple of weeks, shooting the air, man. Keep niggas right. away from your shit. Right, and I'll be like, <laughs> I, I told her like, well, just sell it to, sell it to me for uh, ten grand, and I'll take care of it. I don't know because my granddaddy and my mama, uh, my, no, he said my mama. She said my mother and my daddy built this house in 1963, and. I, they gave it to me when before they died, and I don't want to just give it away. Ma'am, they deader than a motherfucker. Well, like, you know. Sell really me this house and get it off your hands. I get it, man, but. No, like, my whole thing is we hold on things to that's. I mean, we emotional creatures. Uh, that's a, that's all emotion because at the same time, you can't take care of it. You, keep, you at age 80, keep coming in, bordering up. But look, you can either sell it to me for ten thousand, or I'm gonna wait a couple months and buy it for like twenty five. First of all, 10, right. First of all, ten thousand is re- is so like in this point where I'm like I'm trying to get you something because I low key can just buy it from the county, right? For two grand, but uh, you keeping up? Well, you paying more? You paying more by buying the taxes every year? And I just give you ten grand, you be over with. Christmas coming up, and y'all could be straight. You know what I'm saying? You can buy your grandkids stuff, but you just I'm so emotionally tied to it, and I'm like. Like it's really good. That's why it'd be hard to let it go. Sometimes it's just a business and a financial decision but this, that it's but, better to walk away. But because, but because it was a, it's a trap house and it's a danger to the community, I can go down and write a letter. White people go down and write a letter and this and that. Say I want to buy this house to change it because of the danger of the community because of the crackheads and instead of doing this the situation, the the county will take that house from you because you're not doing nothing with it and sell it to me for two grand. And if I if I was one of them investors, they out here. Oh yeah, they don't for care. Sure. They don't care. Oh, they offer you. I offer you ten grand. You like? No, I'm just a, okay. They it's, don't a say n- it's a nice brick house. Yeah, a, buy it's it a, from right up under you. It's legs. a nice brick house. It got two car garage, attached garage to the house. It's it's a nice it's about two thousand square feet. So it's a nice brick house. Like west side. <laughs> it's on the. It's in Southwest. Shit, I buy it. <laughs> uh, I'm not moving to Southwest. No, man, there's some gems in Southwest. It there's is. some motherfucking it, gems yeah. in Southwest Detroit. Yeah, absolutely. But I'm not from Southwest. <laughs> well, you know, I'm a Southwest Lost King. So. Okay. That's I call myself up. Southwest Lost King. I mean, that's home for you. You know that. You know I, what I'm saying? I, I call Sorry, myself I, the Lost King because I moved out when I was 18. And I, I went on to suburbs and everything. I was, I was done with that. But I'll be coming back every now and then and be checking on my people. And I'll be like, it's so crazy out there, man. It just, like, my. My grandma stayed next to a trap house. It's a car street's a trap house. And the house behind her I'm talking about is a trap house. And these houses just and I be trying to feel like why why do niggas just do that? That's it's it's kinda of retarded. Like you trapping out your whole community, like your situation, and making it so hot. Your kids can't you you got kids in your house and they doing this like I just know when I was like when I was growing up, like six, seven, you had a designated house that nobody stayed in. 
and did that. Not your own houses, yeah. not your own situation. So you when they ho- come, you didn't hustle where you ate at, you know. Yeah, and then they sleep, and they cu- they come kicking the doors. My grandma like, oh yeah, they came already to the house. They ain't find nothing. But if they kicking the doors, yeah, you, no. your kids up six o'clock in the morning. If they shoot your kid because your kid came up and like, oh, it scared a white officer. It has he, happened. Yeah. He's shooting the first thing uh, he sees. Anaya Jones, right? Yeah, that's what yeah. that's what happened ultimately. And, right? and the, what well, they gonna say? Oh, it was a raid. Within this net, they. It's gonna be repped off the. That, off that raid ain't bringing my baby back. They, yeah. Right, but they don't care. Just yeah. like they killed the man in Chicago. Oh, we kicked the door in, and it's, it's yeah. killing. It's killings everywhere that happened just in that same type of scenario. Yeah. Um. All right, brother, give me your social, man. Where they can find you? Okay. At? So yeah, my business uh, email. You can find me at michael dot alexander at lindio detroit dot com. It's lindio l e n d i o detroit dot com. For all business inquiries, if any ladies like my voice and want to find out what I look like, <laughs> uh, you can find me on social media. Instagram is staying out the way. And that'd be it. We got a uh, Whose Mans Is This this week? Uh, yeah, we do. But I, I pretty much talked about it. Who Mans Is This is Takashi 6 9 Oh, okay. Um, like, in real life, like, Who Mans Is This? Who puts in a two-week notice for their gang on television? Like, come on, dog. A nigga that wants to save himself. You seen the video of him getting jumped in the prison? That's why he getting transferred? No. no. It's, a, it's a video of 15 guys jumping him. Like, word? Word. Damn it. That niggas work quick. <laughs> yeah, that happened a lot faster than I and thought they, it would. Yeah, so when he transferred him, they uh, transferred him to a, they got a, he got a new milk start to a place. It's, this right eye swollen. Didn't work out for, uh, it didn't work out. For, who mans is this? Like Clearly you, nobody. You, yeah, you was right. Like he want to get out there. I, I put up one point all my bread. One point seven. seven million. Every dollar I have, every red cent to get to out. Get me out of here. He trying to get out. Ep- he he would not go nowhere. He'd be at the crib, or he just try. To, I feel like he you should. a victim if you just sitting in the house. Like if you go to the crib, the fam they know where you live at. They know where your mama live at. They know where everybody stays. And you ain't going to be there much longer if you're putting up every dime that you got. Like, and you can't you go, get out here and do shows. Let's just, say you go over and do some shows. Now we know where you at. You on house arrest. He couldn't do no shows. What I'm saying this is, is the like. They're not playing like the state was playing with him. He had all local. Like, New York was playing with him. And he got a case. He still was doing shows. State was playing with him. They all still were doing shows. Now, Feds, Feds not playing with you at well, all. What's probably what was going on is the Feds was saying, don't. Because if y'all put him in jail, y'all going to fuck up my case. That happens a lot, a lot of times. Or stop paying your cell phone bill. If they don't ever turn your phone off, that means they tapping your shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? They're, I'm like, how you pay this motherfucking bill in six <laughs> months? And this bitch still on. Yeah, because they listening. Yeah. But, you know what I'm saying? Oftentimes, uh, the pol- if the police keep letting niggas go, that's because the feds be like, no, no. Let them go. We we, we work We'll catch up to them. <laughs> you you going to fuck up my shit? Just keep on letting them go. So man, who mans is this? That's unfortunate. Uh, I, I mean, you on paper you seem like you should feel sorry for the nigga, but in real life, what the nigga then did to everybody and all this shit you've been talking, all this shit that you kick, like it is what it is, man. One plus one equals two every day of the week. So, uh, who mans is this? Takashi. That's a prime example of living day by day, because for the last year and a half, everybody been telling him, relax. This is a it's not gonna it's not gonna it's not gonna last, young man. It's not gonna last. It's a prime example of cultural appropriation. You're not black, fam. Like you're not. You keep saying nigga. You know what I'm saying? Like ain't nothing about your blood got Africa in it. You know what I'm saying? Like even the the fat Joes and shit like that, the Puerto Ricans and shit like that. Like slaves went through these sides. Like nigga, you just Mexican. Like you're not black. 
and your mama white or some shit like that. Like, stop saying nigga. Stop acting like, because like three years ago, we seen pictures of you at your prime and shit. Like, you don't, this is not you. And they've been exposing him for being a crip when he was in like, yeah, like, like no, this not this, you. This you is putting a, on the, this you put, a manufactured character. Let me put on my 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 nigga outfit, like or my N I G G E R outfit. You know what I'm saying? And make some money off of y'all. Like I don't I don't I don't like that shit. I don't respect that shit. And he can never be my man's. Good enough for me. My music pick of the week. I, I their project dropped maybe about a week and a half ago. Uh, two MCs come together. An MC by the name of Clemmy. And Chief alone, I I know Clemmy through. Well, I'm familiar with Clemmy's music through Mo Dirty, because that's happened to be one of his mans, and he's an incredible MC. But they together they formed a group called Violent Giant, and the name of their album is Violent Giant. Uh, good music, good rhymes, good production. Uh, you know, a solid project. It's on iTunes for like seven ninety nine. If yeah. you if you're still buying. Yeah. But I mean, it's a solid project. Lyrics, production. My favorite song right now. You say it out loud. Nas is my favorite. Is the name of the song. Okay. And and I'm, you know, don't don't try and throw me under the bus because I love Nas as an MC. No, you don't. I do. Stop I do. Lying. But when they say sooner or later you'll see who the prophet is, it just wasn't Nas. You just don't have no facts to back. Don't that worry. Up. Don't. That's so, that's for another day. That's for another Nas, day. Speaking of Nas, um, let's get to our who bars is these. But that in reality, I look happy, but under the smile, you see a nigga who know out of three women, two out of three will love you, but lead you to their own hidden evil bitch. You the reason niggas be beefing, hope get on, post to be perfect, worth the pussy that you sit on. Uh, last week's who bars was these was Nas, the cross from Godson, and uh, shout out to uh, come uh, we got a uh, comedian Mancho in uh, Vegas got that shit. Um, who else sent it to me? Uh, it was three people that sent it to me. Um, I got the screenshots, but I didn't screenshot it a whole bunch of shit. I'll drop it in the description. Uh, that's who got the who bars is these. Never speak bad on that man's name. I love Nas. I always stop tell saying, you that. I'm, saying I'm that a Nas shit. fan. No, you're actually a Nas hater. I'm a Nas fan. Because but every just, time you say something, you bring up this one album that you don't like. You don't. That's the only one album that you say. You know, and then you just just drop it. No, we we just not gonna do it. This yeah, we're not we just not that. gonna do it. This hey, so yeah. listen, listen. No disrespect. Jay wouldn't be who he is if two people didn't die. I but. agree. All right, man. We <laughs> I, you gonna have to come back another week and we'll hold on, we'll have no no back, back no. Back to conspiracies. This situation. This same reason why Beyonce wouldn't be who she is if one person didn't die. I I agree. Now that's, that's so. If a, uh, Aaliyah didn't die. Beyonce wouldn't be who she is. So Jay took the same form when he did when he them two motherfuckers died to kill. Okay, cool. Okay, we, that <laughs> yeah, that man. might be the the next conspiracy uh, <laughs> conspiracy really episode. We got to bring that one out. Yeah, man. Uh, time for the Benny. Uh, Dame going wild on everything that matters. Just hit me up on Twitter and Instagram at your mama. Uh, follow Shop Talk Podcast on Instagram. Follow Shop Talk Podcast Studios. Uh, and follow uh, This Week in Culture while you at it because uh, we'd be fire over there too. Shout out to my nigga Trinidad Ant. Um, I'm not saying we're I the rock. I just subscribed to that today. It was dope. I've been listening to four, for sure. four podcasts. That's what's up. We appreciate the listens. Um, it's fire coming out the studio here. You feel me? Uh, I'm not saying we the Rockefeller podcast, but we are Jane Dane. Hell yeah. Peace.